Pisces, this is your week ahead astrology forecast from Astrology Motivation by Born Without Boundaries. My name is Michelle and in this video I'm going to go through all the major planetary aspects and transits in their relation to and how they relate to your natal sun. Now, where is your natal sun? You have to know that. I don't know that. But I will break Pisces down into three parts, 10 degrees each to be able to get down to the nitty-gritty of what your natal sun can expect from these aspects and transits this week. We're gonna start really, really, really broad. I'll, I'll go over the events that are gonna impact everybody, and then I'm gonna narrow that down to how they specifically impact Pisces or which ones of which Pisces they're impacting the most. Um, and then we're gonna get into the details of the decans. Now, a decan is a group of 10 degrees. And within each astrology sign, there's a total of 30 degrees, so there's a total of three decans. If you were born or your natal sun lands between zero and nine degrees Pisces, you are in decan one, so you are Pisces one. Pisces two, if your natal sun falls somewhere between 10 and 19 degrees Pisces, you are decan two, so you're Pisces two. And Pisces three, if your natal sun falls between um, 20 degrees and 29 degrees Pisces, you are a decan three. How does that translate into dates? I will estimate as much as I can. It's kind of a broad stroke though because um, uh, because because the sun doesn't land in Pisces or end or leave Pisces the same day every time, especially on a leap year. That's that's a big difference. So, I mean, Pisces is the one that has the chunk taken out of it. So, because it's February, end of February. So, so understand that you know dates are a little bit of an estimate. It's better if you go grab your natal chart and find exactly where which degree your sun falls on in Pisces, and it's easy. All you need is to do a quick uh, internet search. Uh, a lot of websites do free natal charts. You'll need your birth date, your birth time, and your birth place to get full natal rundown, and it's easy. Kind of generates in a couple of seconds, and then you'll you'll have your answer. So. What is going to impact us all this week? Well, there are two major transits. Mercury this week uh, on, on, on Monday, April 3rd, has its, so when I'm talking to you, has already gone into Taurus. And that's a big transit simply because it's also going to, excuse me, I apologize. It's going to retrograde in Taurus as well. And it's, Mercury is just coming out of Aries. Going into Taurus, that's a, huge difference like Aries is all about action forward forwardness punchiness um, taking risks taking chances and Taurus is all about sustainability slow things down doing things a traditional way do we understand them maintaining things so Mercury is slowing down even before the retrograde starts and by the end of this week and by the way this week is from April 5th through April 11th 2023 so by April 11th, though, you will definitely start to feel the Mercury, the retrograde aspects impacting Mercury because the shadow period will absolutely have started then. And you'll just, you'll just feel it 
um, slowing down and getting wonky. Right now, there is a sense of our brains and our intellect, um, our speech patterns being more traditional, maybe writing notes or handwritten things, or more emails than DMs and like shout outs on the internet, right? There's just more traditional forms of communication. People want long form content. Uh, people want legal content. I'm talking about or financially minded here this week, right? Looking for traditional things that make you feel at home, um, things that uphold or maintain. Um, being very pragmatic and reasonable and rational during Taurus is really how Mercury works and behaves. Um, that's not necessarily slow, but it's a lot slower than what we were used to when Mercury was in Aries, right? And then to t uh, couple that with the impending retrograde, oh yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna feel real slow and everything is gonna have to be on the up and up and money is gonna have to be all apparent and people are gonna judge it based on the most traditional sense, the most literal sense of the word. They're not gonna extend it or think about obscure. There's nothing outside of the box when Mercury is in Taurus. So just FYI, if you need to be sort of thought of outside of the box or you need creative thinking, this is really not the time that it's gonna happen. This is definitely like, nope, if it's not traditional and it's not what's expected, it's not trusted. That's kind of the decision-making process, especially when it comes to finances and money. So FYI, and Mercury, Mercury will, be, uh, will come out of retrograde and be in Taurus up through the middle of May, toward the end of, the, of May, so it'll take a while throughout all of Taurus season. In fact, the sun will come out of Taurus before Mercury will. So FYI. Um, so the sun will be, the Mercury will be with Taurus for quite some time because of that retrograde. Um, we also have toward the end of this week, another transit and that is Venus. Venus is transiting from Taurus, her home where she's been into Gemini and Venus changes too. And that will definitely impact impact all of us this sense of flirtiness flirtatiousness falling in love with somebody's words you know being more poetic being more loving in terms of our speech learning growth education academia intellect will turn you on more now venus is definitely impacted by gemini especially in that you know no tight commitments wanting to date and be friendly with many different people or working on if you're in a long-term relationship working on the friendship aspect of your relationship as opposed to <clears throat> as opposed to a lot of romance or a lot of hot and heavy um and a lot of sexuality and sensuality which is what would happen what was happening when venus was in taurus so the other thing that's happening to everybody is a full moon this week and that full moon is in libra so it is in uh um, opposition to Aries this is about releasing all those expectations or all those ways that we fooled ourselves of getting into relationships in inauthentic ways and I don't just mean lying I mean compromising too much you know um, um, pretending to be something you're not so that somebody will continue to love you 
um, all of this stuff is going to come out and any kind of weaknesses in relationships are definitely going to be brought to the surface is like have you gotten into the relationship that's actually right for you and supports your individuality or have you gotten into one where you have to sacrifice your truth in order to be continued to be with somebody that may or not may may or not may or may not actually accept you for who you are and this is a sense of if I'm not in that situation where I'm actually accepted for who I really am then I got to get out of this and this is the time to sort of get rid of those emotions and those sadnesses and kind of like wash that away and get that out and that is going to happen on April 5th that's today or April 6th depending on where you are on the globe it's going to happen late late at night it's going to happen late late at night um, for most of us late at night or early early in the morning so that's why it's sort of right on the cusp so it's either April 5th or 6th depending on where you are in the globe in the United States most of us it's on April 5th it's like a, a it's it's like a 10 or 9 10 11 um, but then you go over to the East Coast and it's at 12 so it's 12 24 p.m. 12 24 a.m. so that's April 6th but for most people in the United States including Alaska and Hawaii we're April 5th FYI um, how does this impact Pisces um, <laughs> Well, let's get into the nitty-gritty, shall we? Jupiter, always know where Jupiter is because Jupiter is your ruling dignitary and so is Neptune. Both of them, uh, Jupiter is your traditional ruler and Neptune is your modern ruler. Now, Neptune is in Pisces. Been there for a long time, will continue to be there. Neptune moves very slow. It is conjunct all Pisces threes. So those of you born at the very end of Pisces season. Um, and it's kind of having a light day when Venus most of the week most of the week Neptune and third decant Pisces will actually be sextile to Venus so that's really really favorable energy especially for how you look how beautiful you are opening opportunities because you're around people who find you attractive or opportunities to advance your romantic situations or even your financial situations if that's where your focus is now just an FYI um, we'll get into that a little bit deeper but Neptune in general is going to impact you and since it is in Pisces it's got a very strong God-driven energy like psychically connecting to spirituality so all of you guys but especially Pisces threes this deep sense of understanding God however you interpret it and understanding your connection to God and your life purpose is is really 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 going to be sort of overwhelming you and be everything that you are right now um jupiter jupiter is still in aries but it is sliding into the third decan of aries um during the full moon jupiter is conjunct the sun is perfectly conjunct chiron and loosely conjunct the sun um what does this mean we're dealing with we're we're releasing we, we've suffered enough and now we're moving to the other side of okay what can i do and how can i expand and grow from the difficult lessons that i've learned and that's especially when it comes to releasing emotional connection or attachment or any kind of emotions when it comes to that libra energy um partnership equal partnership 
Um, all week long, um, the sun the sun is actually going to conjunct Jupiter stronger and stronger as the week goes by. This is very empowering energy for you. It's going to give you a lot of courage, uh, courage to step forward and grow and actually see yourself in a light that you may never have. It's, it'll help you get unstuck if you've been feeling in a rut, FYI. Um, you know, let's go into the decans because I think we can, yeah, let's go into the decans. Um, Pisces 1. Pisces 1, you guys are conjunct to Saturn and you will be for basically this whole year, um, including during the Saturn retrograde. So that's going to give an authority to your character. We've talked about this before. It's a long-term conjunction, which will give you a sense of, could be stubbornness, but also stick to a sense of maturity, a sense of long-term, willingness to commit to things, being on the grind. Really nice conjunction in terms of taking authority over your own life. And then we have um, Pisces 1 also. And this is Pisces, Pisces who are basically born in February. So it will definitely be early, early Pisces. Um, Pisces, Aquarius, Cuspers, absolutely. Um, we have urinatal sun's sextile to Mercury. Mercury, throughout the week, Mercury will touch upon each of you, earlier to later, um, Pisces ones, all throughout the week. But it will, it will get all of you. And what that does is Mercury sextile to your sun is lots of opportunities opening up because you're quick-witted, quick quick-thinking. The thoughts will come to you. People will listen to you. Sextile Mercury is a great time to take tests, great time to do interviews. Lots of doors will open for you because you will be a crisp, clear communicator and you'll be able to figure things out. So it's also a good time for education and research. Um, also, your natal suns are going to be sextile to the North Node, which means opportunities for your future. Maybe things you've never done before are absolutely opening up for you and that will be true for the next couple of months because the North Node doesn't move fast either. So this is really a nice energy for to open up doors and opportunities for you guys. I would definitely use it. Um, by the end of the week, you guys will experience a square to Venus, very end of the week as she goes into Gemini on the 11th. So that's when you could start feeling some friction when it comes to money spent or how you're being appreciated or who you're attracted to or any kind of romantic issues within your relationships. Especially after that full moon in Libra, there could be a lot of toxicity that pops and that could impact you later on in the week. FYI, you guys are also trying to Mars. So that's really nice energy. Um, it's like you have a harmony and fluency in your body and in what your body's doing and and um, feeling good, feeling well, time for wealth, uh, health and healing in terms of your physical body, but also a sense of really trusting your momentum and trusting the moves you're gonna make and where you put your energy, having sort of a nice harmony with that energy, not feeling rushed, but feeling very confident. That's also very, so very overall, a very supportive week for you, especially week for you to make progress in the things like your career um, or everything that you've been putting a lot of energy into. This is, this is the time when doors will open. We have Pisces 2. So these are, these are the Pisces who are definitely born, I would say, late February, early March. 
maybe the first week late like last couple of days in February and then the first week of March or first week and a half of March um, Uranus is sextile to you guys and has been for a while this means there are surprises and opportunities opening up in ways that really surprise you don't try to predict it just go with it and trust it um, the more surprised you are the better actually because Uranus loves to surprise people also maybe in tech the tech industry um, something sort of outside of the box and odd or unusual for you all of that stuff is going to be unfolding for the next year or so actually because Uranus will continue to be in the second decant of Taurus which is sextile to you guys for a while um, Mercury by this Tuesday so this coming Tuesday I think that's April April 11th um, um, you will those of you born at the very beginning of decant two and I don't really know when it comes to Merc um, Pisces maybe March 1st or 2nd birthdays those of you born early March will experience a sextile to Mercury as well um, so by the by by Tuesday of this week so by say April 11th um, you'll start to feel a sextile to Mercury and sextile to Mercury conjunct Uranus is really really wonderful energy which means you're just going to be very bright almost genius level your mind is going to be right on um, if, if it's drawn to curiosities let it flow that way let it go um, it'll definitely start to be able to engineer things that are different like instead of like breaking away from traditional values and engineer different ways to do things that are both productive and interesting at the same time so this is really clever energy especially when it comes to higher intelligence and communication um, those of you who are Pisces uh, 3 you guys are the ones whose natal sun is conjunct neptune and will be for quite some time so essentially what does that mean you know who you are you're getting very well acquainted with what you believe and how how securely and how strong you believe in it um your faith systems not necessarily religion but faith systems connecting to god your psychic energy and ability and your creative prowess is really exceptional right now the challenge will be to not get distracted or lost in it but instead conduct it and use it for a purpose um this this week your your nato sun is a uh, sextile to venus pretty much all week throughout the whole week she'll touch each one of you and that's a beautiful opportunity just an opportunity in beauty looking good being appealing without even trying um it's a good time to change your hair or change your i don't know sheets or the walls uh, the color of your walls it's a great time to beautify things maybe opportunities to go to the spa and beautify yourself or um, a great opportunity when it comes to either money being valued or romance um, right like really catching somebody's eye or somebody catching yours and you catching each other's so this is actually a pretty beautiful week for some romance um, and then we also have a sextile to Pluto um, Pisces Aries cusp so those of you who are born on the Pisces Aries cusps at the very end of Pisces season that's you you are going to be sextile to Pluto for quite some time because Pluto doesn't move quick 
So, and in some ways, some of you have already been. So, what does this mean? Well, it's a sextile. So, it's a dynamic change that you're looking forward to that opens up a lot of opportunities or opportunities opening up for you because of the dynamic changes that are happening around you, especially when it comes to in society, um, to balance things out more, to make things more fair, opening up opportunities to you for you. And maybe this is a sense of you working for that, right? And wanting to uh, change things for the better. So a more altruistic minded, um, that could be also part of what's what's inspiring you now. But mostly this is just a sense of your natal sun, sextile Pluto, is you have a lot of presence. And people are almost in a way afraid of you and afraid to say no to you. So you go out there and you be aggressive as you need to to get the things that you want because you will have that formidable presence where you will be able to get it. FYI, just letting you know. Let me know, guys, how all this energy is impacting you in the comments below. I would love to know. Please remember to subscribe to this channel so that you know when I upload your favorite content and so that you can participate in our astrology live chats that happen on Monday and Friday or one or the other. I would love to have you join in. And please do join me for your week ahead tarot card reading over on Born Without Boundaries Tarot. I love you guys, and I'll see you in the videos. Bye, Pisces.